Hello everyone and welcome to episode four of the Unlocking British English podcast. My name is Shane and today I'm going to be talking about seven British stereotypes and if I think they're actually true. Uh, but before we get into that, I just want to quickly remind you guys, uh, well actually before we get into even that, uh, first of all I want to just say thank you to everyone that has been listening to the podcast so far. It's really cool to see that uh, there's a lot of you guys enjoying it so hopefully um, yeah, you continue to enjoy it. And yes, for anyone that wants to uh, download the transcript uh, to be able to read along while you listen or to look up any of the words you don't know, uh, you can do that for free right now on the website. So just go to the description or information box wherever you're listening to this podcast and you'll be able to click the link and download the transcript right now. So yes, so today we're going to talk about seven British stereotypes, seven of the most common British stereotypes, I suppose. Of course, there are loads of stereotypes about all kinds of countries and people and whatever. Uh, but yeah, I thought today it'd be fun to uh, pick out a few of them and talk a little bit about if I think they're actually true or not, basically. So yeah, so I picked out seven and we're going to go through them and talk about whether I think they're actually true and whatever else comes up. So yeah, um, let's start with the obvious stuff. Let's start with the weather. So first one, does it rain all the time here in England? Is it really grey and sad all the time? Uh, so I would say no. Yes and no, mostly no. So it doesn't rain all the time in England, but it definitely rains a lot. Uh, and I think the main problem, I would say, with the weather in England is not really that it does any one thing all the time. Uh, that's kind of the problem. So the weather in England is really volatile, right? It, it, it can change really quickly from any one thing to another. Uh, in fact, uh, so on the day of recording this, I think maybe two or three days ago, we had a very extreme example of this. Uh, I was sat out in the garden at my mum's house. Um, it was sunny. It was relatively warm. Uh, and then a few minutes later, it was snowing. Uh, not a lot, but you could see the snow falling. And then 15 minutes after, the sun came back out and it was kind of warm again. Uh, and so, yeah. It doesn't do things like that extreme all the time, but the weather here in England is really weird. It changes a lot. So even sometimes, you know, when it's a nice day out, it can just kind of rain sometimes without much warning uh, or anything. So it definitely rains here in England. I can't lie. Uh, but I can't tell you that it rains all the time. The problem is that we just never know what's going to happen. Um, and, you know, it's a... It's a bit strange in that sense. Um, we kind of joke, jokingly uh, say that in England we have a summer of like two or three weeks, if that. Usually we, you know, we have like a very short, intense period where we have really good, solid weather, uh, and then yeah, the the randomness comes back. But yeah, I would say the thing is in England, uh, the weather can change all the time. It can be raining, it can be dark and sad and grey and miserable, and then it can be bright and beautiful and sunny and flowery and colourful and, uh, well, everything in between. But yeah, um, I think a lot of people have this image of, yeah, just, yeah, grey, dark, rainy England um, and... You can see that image a lot if you come to England. You are likely to see it, uh, but it is not a constant. So I would say, no, it doesn't rain all the time in England, but it does rain. Um, and so, yeah, so the second uh, linked still to weather is that English people talk about the weather all the time. So do British people talk about weather all the time? 
this one I would say is a lot more true to be honest. Um, I don't think that we have like deep meaningful discussions about the weather it's not like an an interesting topic right but it's that kind of small talk subject uh that that comes up a lot you know when you're talking to someone uh in person on the phone or whatever i don't know it's just a um yeah it's just a thing you know you you ask oh, miserable outside today isn't it oh it's really nice outside oh, what a beautiful day or oh look it's lovely outside or um yeah you know we i think we talk about the weather uh quite a lot you know it comes up quite a lot but just we don't talk about it a lot like in a huge amount right we don't have big discussions and conversations about the weather but it comes up a lot uh, probably because it's so random and weird because it changes all the time and does random stuff so uh we feel the need to comment and and talk about it so um yeah second second part of the weather i would say yeah we we talk about weather quite a lot not huge discussions but it comes up we like to uh use different colorful language or whatever you know we talk about the way it looking miserable outside and things it's you know uh doesn't just rain or uh be sunny or whatever uh so yeah we do talk about the weather quite a lot so i will i can say that one uh is maybe more of a true stereotype um okay so leaving the weather so number three do we love to queue? So there is this stereotype that British people just are, um, well, either in love with, obsessed with, or really good at queuing. Um, I think it's probably strange to think that anyone would love to queue, right? I don't think anyone likes standing in line waiting for something, right? If you have the choice, you go get your thing and you leave. Uh, you go do whatever and you leave or do whatever you have to do next. Uh, so... I find it strange to think that anyone would love queuing, um, but I, I, I guess I understand the idea that the English people, the British people, have seem to have a certain patience, right, for 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 queuing, for standing in line. We, um, yeah, we do it a lot in different places or whatever. Um, to be honest, I suppose uh, I didn't think about this before recording, but right now it's kind of a sh maybe more of a strange thing to think about at the time of recording we're uh still within times of lockdowns and all that kind of stuff and so a lot of people are doing online shopping and doing things online so there's not so much queuing but um yeah sometimes when you go to the shop and uh, things like that you know you still have to stand in queues or whatever and um yeah like i say i find the idea of someone liking or enjoying queuing to be strange so i would disagree with the idea that british people like or love to queue um but I feel like we do it fairly well. Um, we 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 we're either uh, very patient or um, don't have the nerve to say something or make a fuss or whatever. Um, but yeah, we can stand in big queues for a long time for all kinds of different stuff, I suppose. But um, I don't know. This is a stereotype that I've always struggled to understand because I feel like I don't think we we queue we stand in line in in like lots of other situations that other people don't right you know you you queue at the bank you queue at the shop uh to get into places uh, i don't know you maybe queue for the toilet if somewhere's busy but um yeah i don't know where i don't i don't know if we do it more than other people uh but maybe we just have a certain patience for it so we uh, in that sense, maybe we do do it more. So, yeah, I think um, I don't think we love queuing, but I do think that we queue um, 
fairly patiently and fairly well in that respect so maybe that's where it comes from maybe we just have a lot more patience than other people do for queuing but i don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing to be completely honest so um verdict on the queuing i uh, i'm gonna say no because i don't know if we queue a lot more um so we don't love queuing but we maybe we're good at it if you can be good at queuing who knows uh let's go with that <laughs> Um, just a quick reminder I never said this podcast was going to be like really structured and really well done I just said I was going to talk uh, anyway so moving on next one uh, fourth stereotype are we obsessed with football this is easy solid yes um, of course not everyone in the entire country loves football but as a nation we are absolutely obsessed with football um, so growing up uh, as a boy in England uh, I played football, I watched football, um, you know, because that was kind of what everyone did. Um, it, as I got older, I actually kind of lost my interest in football and now I don't don't watch it or follow it at all. I couldn't tell you, you know, who's doing well or, or not and who the, you know, the best players are and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, growing up, you know, everyone plays football, everyone watches football um, and it's just kind of normal. Um, and it's... it's there's good and bad things to it, you know, um, I, I've got really cool, fond memories of going to football stadiums and things when I was younger, and the atmosphere is is indescribable, it's incredible, um, The you know, to have these tens of thousands of people, you know, to go to a football stadium like Old Trafford where Manchester United play, um, and even though that's not your team, you know, you it's such a recognisable place, it's so big, there's... I think there's something like 60,000 plus people there. Uh, so a huge amount of people and you've got all these thousands of people singing these songs and chanting and all this different stuff. And, uh, you know, there's this kind of this massive feeling of unity. Everyone's wearing the same colours and all this kind of stuff. Um, and, yeah, you know, growing up, obviously, unfortunately, there are, you know, people that take all that too far. And there is, you know, some, uh, you know, people that maybe, you know, get in violent situations or whatever. But it, it, the majority of people, of course you know just enjoy enjoy football uh, normally uh, and so yeah as a kid you know I have you know great I had great memories of, of that kind of stuff um, but yeah the sport itself I suppose you know I felt I guess I never really developed a proper link to you know because I uh, ended up not really caring about it so much as I got older I suppose by the time I was like 15 uh, 14 or 15 I was you know pretty much uninterested uh yeah and like i say at this point i'm 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 not into it at all but yeah as a nation we are are very into it so like i say there's these good sides you know it's a really cool environment a really cool atmosphere um but on the other side you know i think the um all of the other sports struggle a lot um with interest with funding um you know, I know that football is the most popular sport generally in the world in most places. Uh, and so, you know, other sports, tennis, golf, basketball, cricket, rugby, handball, whatever else, whatever, whatever other sports, you know, um, you know, are maybe less, uh, less popular. But um, yeah, I think uh, to me, at least in England, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's difficult because, 
if you it's difficult you know to get people interested in in these different sports because there's there's not so many teams there's not so many facilities uh, god there's not so many facilities there's not so many places you can go to practice and different things so um you know i think our obsession with football uh, has kind of to well to some extent maybe limits uh, the potential for interest in other sports the potential for engagement in other sports and things like that um, but yeah like I say um, I think it's you know it's mostly good you know it's just football and it's just kicking a ball about don't worry about it mate um, so yeah solid yes we are obsessed with football but I think you all knew that anyway so cool let's move on to the next one so number five uh, do we drink tea all the time are we obsessed with tea so yeah this is another super popular obvious stereotype and uh, tea is definitely very very popular here in the UK and a lot of people drink tea um, but not everyone drinks tea and I think uh, a lot of since I've started teaching English to to foreign uh, foreign people, um, you know, and, and I've had this experience of had, having a lot of people ask me about you know customs and and stereotypes and different things uh, in England. I feel, I feel like a lot of people have this idea that we are all drinking you know several cups of tea a day. Uh, we sit down for almost like mini tea ceremonies and things like that and. I mean, I'm sure there are certain people that take their tea drinking very seriously, but um, even for the people that do drink tea and like tea and drink a decent amount of it, we're casual tea drinkers. We're, you know, tea goes in the cup, water goes over the tea, stick the milk in, sugar if you want it, uh, and that's it. We don't, we, you know, we're not using special, you know, temperature gauges or we're not timing stuff and, uh, you know, you pick your favourite tea bag and that's the one you use, it's simple stuff. So I think that we do drink quite a lot of tea, probably a lot more than um, a lot of other countries. But, you know, there's 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 plenty of, uh, you know, cultures that drink a lot of tea in different parts of the world as well. And I feel like a lot of the other cultures that are very um, that, yeah, that have a lot of uh, culture around tea drinking and things are a lot more detailed than we are. So I think uh, I would agree that we drink a lot of tea. Um, not necessarily all the time, but uh, I don't think we are like obsessed with it, like with the process. I think we just, uh, we like the drink. Um, it's not always super warm here in England. So, you know, tea is quite nice and comforting, you know, warms you up or whatever. It's simple and easy. And so, yeah, uh, I, I would have to agree mostly on the uh, on the tea drinking because we do it a lot. But um, yeah, I would say that we we're not like we don't have like tea times and, you know, set times maybe, you know, I guess if you work in an office, different places, you know, you might get into a routine of making a cup of tea at a certain time and different things. But um, yeah, it's not, it's not a super uh, detailed thing. It's just a, it's just a cup of tea, mate. Just a, <laughs> I don't know what the, all the mate is about today either. Sorry. Um, okay. So <laughs> let's move on to the next point. So uh, number six, do we always apologize? So yeah, another English stereotype, very common stereotype, is that we apologise all the time. Uh, and again, here I'm going to go with a solid yes. Um, it's really strange. It's something that we actually kind of laugh about to ourselves as well, because um, it's it's like a reflex. It's like something you do without thinking, without even processing. You just, I don't know, like someone bumps into you and you say sorry, and then like as you're walking away, you suddenly think, why, why did I say sorry? Um I don't know we do, any any 
any moment where there's been some sort of small inconvenience caused, we seem to feel the need to 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 say sorry, to to, to apologise in some kind of way. Um, but it it's 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 quite a meaningless apology a lot of the time. It's like like I say, it's quite a like a it's like a reflex. It's like a, um, you know similar to like someone says, ah, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm fine. You're not you know in that situation, we're not all really asking and answering. It's just kind of this social thing um you know it's just a part of how we communicate and and so yeah i would say with apologizing um it's, it's definitely the same uh we we do it a lot and we do it like as this natural reflex and we don't even know why we laugh at ourselves for doing it but yeah we we apologize a lot more uh for uh silly little things that don't require apologies than yeah a lot of other people probably would so yeah gonna go with yes uh, on the apologies so yeah uh, we definitely do that <laughs> um, and so yeah okay so final one for today the seventh stereotype I wanted to talk about so are British people all really posh uh, so obviously not obviously not everyone is very posh and um, like a character out of downtown abbey or something like that um, but I think <laughs> I think the thing here is that uh, the people that would be considered to be posh in England are very, very, very posh. And so, like, you, they, they, people like that stand out a lot or, you know, they're noticeable, they're notable uh, in a culture. You, you know, so there's you see them a lot in the series and different things like that. And so I guess there's, you know, you can have the impression a lot of people uh, speak like very, very posh and very... Um, uh, very formally and and yeah trying to be uh like super super clear with all their pronunciation and you know making all the specific sounds in a specific way and uh and all this kind of stuff and you know living in big fancy houses and all that kind of thing but of course uh there are all types of people here and so yeah not everyone is posh but i think uh our posh people uh can be decidedly or extremely posh um to the point of maybe standing out even more than you know your average posh person might if we uh put it like that so um yeah i would say no uh, english people aren't posh in general we're certainly not all posh but we have posh people that i suppose are yeah very uh very posh so I guess that's kind of where that comes from. So, um, yeah. So, well, those are the, the, the seven stereotypes that I picked out to go through today. Like I say, of course, there's loads of different stereotypes about England, but I just thought it would be uh, interesting just to pick out a random few and talk about them for a little bit. So, yeah, that's what I've done. So, um, yeah, thank you again to everyone that is uh, listening and supporting the podcast. I hope you guys are enjoying it and will continue to enjoy it in the future. Uh, again, if you'd like to download the transcript for this episode, you can do that on the website right now. So just click in the description box and you'll be able to find the link and download the transcription. And so, yeah, thank you again for listening. I hope you enjoyed it and I look forward to speaking to you guys again soon. <laughs>